following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flying Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Flying Ace Small Batch American Made Whiskies. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at flyingacespirits.com. It is a Flying Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on a Friday road show in downtown Grand Rapids. We're inside DeVos Place at the 2024 GR Boat Show. It runs tonight until 9, Sunday until 5. It's open tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. 427 boats inside DeVos Place with everything connected to the water, whatever you love to do. Kayaks all the way up to yachts are here. It's a great atmosphere. You can grab your favorite uh, beverage. I'll have to check and see if they got some Flying Ace whiskey uh, here at DeVos Place. If not, then they better get it in. Uh, Superfly Haze is back at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in downtown Grand Rapids, just a few blocks away. Eric Zane also is a co-producer. Superfly is going on vacation next week, and Eric Zane has been kind enough to come in and prepare for live broadcast and our network show and annoy the living daylights out of me prior to every broadcast. Thank you, Eric Zane, for the Eric Zane Show podcast, which is one of the great podcasts out there. Forget Joe Rogan, okay? Who needs that? You got the Eric Zane Show podcast. Superfly has a podcast with Ben Glaze. I do want to congratulate them. They just hit the 10 download mark. What does that mean? 10 people have downloaded their podcast over the last three years. Congrats to Superfly and Ben Glaze. Ben is the producer for the Michigan Sports Network morning show, X's and Bros, with Anthony Bellino. And with 10 listeners, they went out and celebrated uh, at lunch today. That's a big number. Zane remembers when he hit 10 podcast listeners. I remember when I did it. It's right there with turning 21. Maybe the first time you drove, when you have your first child. It's called Balls Out to the Glaze, I think is the podcast with Superfly Ben Glaze. I, I think it's called, I don't think it's called Balls Out to the Glaze. That sounds, uh, that sounds like a bad adult movie name. I think it's Balls Out. Or it's, oh, balls out with uh, Ben Glaze and Fred Hayes. I, again, they're not big marketing guys. They don't have a future there. But hitting 10 listeners on a podcast three years in, hey, sky's the limit. Go ahead and chase your dreams. 
Uh, inside this hour, in a moment, Dan Hasty uh, will join us. This guy is a busy guy. It's been an unbelievable week for Dan Hasty. He's the voice of the Tigers, high A affiliate. The West Michigan Whitecaps, also the voice of U of D Mercy Basketball that recorded their first win this week and had a one-man storming the court a viral video. I One man stormed the court, so we'll talk to Hasty about that. And he has ventured into professional volleyball play-by-play for the Grand Rapids Rise. Pro Volleyball Federation, they're drawing great crowds. I'm telling you folks, wherever you're listening across this state, your kids play volleyball, you played volleyball, you coach it, whatever, you now have an outlet at the pro level. Kathy George is one of the great volleyball coaches in America and hasty. I heard him the other night with the pregame show doing a good job. So play-by-play volleyball. You never knew it in the same week. Play-by-play volleyball and also a one-man storm in the court uh, when U of D Mercy won the game. Was that meant to be one man? Was it, like, not planned? Was it spontaneous, Daniel? What, uh, take me back to the were they 0-25 right before the game? Hello, Bill. Hey, how you doing? So, first of all, I'm sorry about storming the court. I mean, it's my own fault. I was just that excited. Was that you, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like we looked similar, right? No, I mean, it was super funny. And when, when we won, it was a big collective relief. But to have that moment, to have the one-person court storm actually made it better, believe bigger, it or bigger, not. Didn't it? Yeah, because it kind of sums up the fact that they were, what, 0-25 before that? 0-26. Oh, so that was, so now 1-26. Correct. All right, but so they were 0-26 before that moment where at least I'll give the other fans in attendance that they kind of said to themselves, hmm, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it to go storm it. We appreciate the W, right? I don't know what you're talking about. They're a very orderly bunch over there. <laughs> Jesuit school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, one uh, one person. But they probably got more exposure on the one person storming the court than they they could if they were if that was their 27th win and in a to, row. And you know what? To that point, I think it just goes to show where we are as a, as a collective because – Detroit Mercy had literally the number two scorer in the history of college basketball, and they didn't get hardly any time on national sports outlets. Nobody and they covered go in twenty five, and they're getting pumped. And now you go in twenty five, you start to have people start talking. So next thing you know, they're on shows, they're on radio shows, they're on Sports Center, and it's just—I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I guess. All press is good press, right? Well, you know, when you're in the same week with Caitlin Clark becoming the all-time leading scorer in college women's basketball, and you're U of D Mercy, you'll take it. Because I will tell you that I had a chance. I was channel surfing between watching Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan, in the first duel at Daytona last night. And we'll talk to Carson later from our conversation earlier this week. He'll be in the 500 on Sunday. Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR. Tony Grand Rapids has all these guys who are great play-by-play men based here. Striegel will check in from Daytona. But So I'm going back and forth between Michigan, Iowa, women's basketball, and watching Carson Hosevar. And I'm going to tell you that the argument whether she's the greatest female of all time basketball player but I think it's transcended gender with her. And I mean that 
people lining up for hours. It's almost like the Magic Johnson experience for those in this state. Back in the day, with it, they'd line up at his high school. They'd line up at Jenison Fieldhouse. Chris Weber had that same effect statewide, but not nationally. Caitlin Clark, what she has done uh, for not just herself in Iowa, but for women's basketball. I, as a matter of fact, in college hoops, when was the last time you heard about people lining up to go see a player? Well, to your point, I think, and to kind of take this to more of a, a totalitarian level, and it's a, it's a grassroots situation, a lot of families are not as big as they used to be. Parents aren't having six, seven, eight kids. Some families are having one kid. They're, they're Kevin Durant. They're one and done, right? It's maybe two. But sometimes those same families have a couple of girls. And next thing you know, if, if they're going to see their kids have success athletically, it's going to be a time and a financial investment into their daughters. And how? what do they have? They have basketball. Club right? basketball, travel for you've, girls. You've got basketball. And now you have volleyball. And that's something that's taken place over the course of the last 10 years or so. It's now the number three most viewed collegiate sporting event across the board behind only football and men's basketball. Volleyball has actually gone over women's college basketball. Yeah, but Kayla Clark not. stands alone on what she's doing. But what she's doing is, is cross sport, right? It's not just Everybody's watching her. Guys, girls, Everybody. adults. And she's doing such a monumental service for, for women everywhere. For, for young and athletes. And for sports, yes. Well, and, 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 and we'll get to the Grand Rapids Rise, and I mentioned pro volleyball, the only pro volleyball franchise in the state that why the crowds have been so good, why they've caught people off guard is because what you just mentioned, that young girl who is playing club volleyball, who's playing high school volleyball, that mom who played volleyball growing up, same reason when people want to roll out to LMCU ballpark and see the Whitecaps, they grew up playing baseball. Right? Or their kids play Little League or they play club baseball. Or the dad was a, a, a fan growing up. It, you, you look at this and it's a, it's a void missing. Caitlin Clark is just a freak basketball player. She is like Steph Curry in the NBA where there's not a shot she'll take. You want to get to the half-court circle? Let's launch it. She's flashy and she lives up. See, when you, when you are big in any sport, Dan Hasty. And that crowd is lining up, and it's the night when you can become the all-time scorer, and you decide you're almost going to drop a half a hundred. <laughs> that's Michael. That's Tiger winning on a Sunday, and, and it hit your record breaker from the logo. By the, the logo, way. but that—that's when you step up and do it. it again. It's Michael. It's Tiger. It, if we probably want to list athletes who have done that, Maravich could do it when crowds were filing in to watch him back in the day at LSU when there was no three-point line, by the way, and he was dribbling behind his back and doing things nobody else in basketball uh, was doing. But, yeah, when you, when, you can, when you can talk it, and she's not a smack talker, a little bit on the court, but you can walk it. I mean, it is very unique, and I don't know. I'm being honest here. Tell me the impact, the biggest impact a female athlete has had in your lifetime you're a little bit younger than i am in my lifetime so here's what i can tell who, who, you who, who, who would even be in that 
Mary Lou Retton, old school Olympics, a gymnast? I, My generation probably ended. How old at, are you, 40? <laughs> almost. And so I think about people like You said that Super, like you're taking it, like there was a little offense in the way you said that. It's more, it's more discussed with myself. How did this happen? <laughs> uh, but Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi. Um, you think about some of the ladies who played U.S. soccer and won the gold medal, the Brandy Chastain. Yes, yes, team. I agree with that. I, yeah. I think about them as well. But there's a difference between, and this doesn't matter what sport you're playing, but there comes a time where an athlete goes from a superstar to literally being the show. A show person, a showman, a showwoman, right? So, you know, when we went to Tigers games for about a decade, one of the big reasons that people would go watch the Tigers play on the road was because they had arguably the greatest hitter of that time, right. right? Miguel Cabrera. They had one of the most, if not the most dominant pitcher, and sometimes multiple ones of their time in Justin Verlander. There comes a place where if you are a great player, there's one last leap you can take, and that's when you become the show. And only so many people actually become the show. There's a lot of very talented Michael, athletes. Michael, Tiger, right? Michael, Tiger, Curry. LeBron, Curry, Curry. exactly. Right. And Caitlin Clark is now the show. Yeah, that's what I, and, but I'm trying to think on even with the u.s women's soccer team even with uh megan rapino and i may not agree with her politics but as a soccer player she she was a instrumental part in the rise of women's soccer and then there's that you know the mia ham and there's another generation before her with brandy chastain and the rose bowl and i think 99 all that i've never seen people looking to buy a ticket to see a female athlete I maybe Chris Everett Lloyd old school tennis right I in my lifetime I'm 62 I know I may look younger than you and that bothers you but we're okay with that you're definitely under 40 right <laughs> it depends who I'm talking to uh, when I'm talking to him I've never seen anybody where and I know we have a generation with the social networks and videos and people waiting six hours to get into an arena home or away by the way uh, and I just I, I love the story uh, for any for any girl dreaming. I love that story of Caitlin Clark. Somebody brought up on the huge show Twitter feed an NBA team should draft her just to be a three point shooter off the bench. How how crazy would that be as a draw? I, I know a basketball team in my home state that has had little to no interest for 20 years. I would have, I would love to see it. Detroit basketball. <laughs> I think someone said the Pistons. I, I'm not naming names. Well, because, okay, I'm trying to, uh, not that physically going to the paint or getting clobbered by someone 7'4", but just her shot. It, sure. It, it, she is college basketball this year. Yes. There's not another story in college hoops except for the one-man storming at U of D Mercy. There, there's, there's nothing even close. Well, and look what happened a year ago at Detroit Mercy, right? They had a player going for the all-time Division One scoring record, trying to break Pete Maravich's record. And how much has that been getting talked, or was that talked about, versus how much this is getting in terms of attention? Social media, and you know, a lot, a lot of this is on big media, the ESPNs, the sports centers, the different, you know, main outlets to provide that exposure because what that does is that it puts people under the umbrella. It allows people to go on and use that social media that you're talking about. Click follow. And then all of a sudden their bubble now includes women's college basketball. Because everything in 
society, and especially in social media, is tailored for the user. So it's only when they accept that as an idea. What is Caitlin Clark? Why should I care? And they decide to click that button. Next thing you know, they're invested. And that's how you get a line out the door. There is the argument no female athlete has ever made a bigger impact, at least during her time in college, than Caitlin Clark or Caitlin Clark. And for any dad that has a daughter playing basketball, or any mom that's played hoops, or any adult right now, adult female who's played basketball, I'm sure Caitlin Clark is right there at the top of your must-see TV. That's what she is. And the idea of an NBA team to draft her to be a spot-up shooter off the bench. Hey, you're in the entertainment business. You know what I mean? You got one roster spot, and you put her on the bench as a spot-up shooter. I, I, I don't I'm, – I'm not going to say she can take an NBA player to the rack, okay, uh, to the bucket, but just when – there's a double team, and you kick it out, and she's standing there, and she's shooting. You know, it's crazy. You know what, Bill, my favorite childhood basketball team once used an NBA draft pick on a player with narcolepsy. That that really was a thing that happened. I think I think the Pistons. Walter Sharp was a draft pick by the Pistons. I think the Pistons have had narcolepsy all season long. His nickname was Sleepy Sharp. So don't sit here and tell me that we're going to hoard draft picks and pretend that they're so this valuable commodity. Could you imagine now NBA who had the Cheryl Miller had the tryout or Ann Meyer did old school with the Pacers. I think Cheryl Miller had a tryout too. I don't Cheryl know. Cheryl Swoops. No, the, the old school Reggie Miller's sister. Oh was, right, 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 right. Was a really good player too. So yeah. Uh, more power uh, to the young girls to have heroes to look up to, and that's part of the Grand Rapids Rise Volleyball uh, splash, that we'll call it, uh, with the crowds are drawn in downtown GR. Dan is the play-by-play voice of the Grand Rapids Rise. We'll talk about that later. Next segment, we'll get into the Tigers. Spring training is underway. His thoughts on this team in 2025. Jeff Striegel, I mentioned, will join us from Daytona. Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan, fourth and dual one last night. I think he's starting, what, top ten on Sunday in the Daytona 500. And we'll get the latest from Sharon Moore's staff at Michigan brought in Lamar Morgan uh, who's a great uh, D-backs coach was a D coordinator down at Louisiana so he has been brought in as Moore is filling out his staff and this is the first hit in the transfer portal for Michigan football safety Keon Saab who had a good college football playoff run he has entered uh, the NCAA transfer portal so now you need to watch out How many others will leave either here at the end of the 30-day period after Harbaugh left or those at the end of the semester? That's the biggest thing to watch uh, with Moore and Michigan football. If you want to join in, we do have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. How much of Caitlin Clark have you been watching? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state because they are a Michigan 
Space Bank at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And also, you can text IMPACT to 21000 to get in on the drawing for Lomas Brown's Custom Lions Golf Cart from Drew and the crew at IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart go to dealer. And I'll be at the IMPACT setup with Lomas Brown a week from today at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Nova in the Detroit area. Today, I'm here at the boat show, the GR Boat Show. DeVos Place runs tonight. That's running right now through tonight, through Sunday at 5 p.m. All the info at grboatshow.com. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com 
prepperfood.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, along with Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're not listening to that, you're a loser. That's his hook line on the Eric Zane Show Facebook page. Just search for it wherever you download podcasts. They're at the 96.1 The Game Studios, our flagship station. We're a few blocks away in downtown Grand Rapids at the GR Boat Show. It is open tonight until 9 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. We'll hear from Ben Nielsen from the Boat Show coming up before the end of the hour. Also, Dan Hasty, one of the great sports voices in the state of Michigan. He is the lead voice for the Tigers High affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, uh, U of D, Mercy Basketball, and also the Grand Rapids Rise Pro Volleyball Federation and the GR franchise, the only pro volleyball in the state of Michigan. We'll touch on that later, but spring training, Dan, is underway. Uh, Tigers donning the orange hats. Uh, They have, as Vanderwall said yesterday, a lot of good young bats. And the most important thing will be Torkelson stepping up as a leader, but I like what I'm hearing. And Colt Keith getting all that money before ever taking a major league swing. You you have followed the Tigers farm system. Colt Keith was he he was in West Michigan, wasn't he? For only a couple of months. He was on how, for about two months. Then he injured himself. He hurt his shoulder. So we only got about two Colt Keith months out of the deal. But it was plenty long enough to figure out that this guy was not a major leaguer, but a good major leaguer. He was a Cam Miss guy, and you've seen him come through. And you know what? Credit to the Tigers for actually putting themselves in a position where they can justify giving somebody a prospect who hasn't played a major league game, taken in that bat, or gone out to the field, an extension that borders on $100 million. Granted, it's a long, long-term spread-out situation, but this is what Atlanta does. This is what the Dodgers do. This is what teams... Tampa Bay does this. And when you are doing it right from a player development standpoint, this is the bridge that you finally walk over. And the Tigers hadn't been able to walk over that in a while. It's because their player development has taken steps forward. They haven't done a whole lot in terms of additions to their system. Like, the Tigers were trading for prospects for like five, six years under the previous regime. And all of a sudden, in two years under this current one, they've gone from bottom 10 and maybe bottom five and made my mutually baseball and prospect ranking to now they're in the top five by adding a couple of guys maybe but the truth is is that they've gotten a lot more out of the people that were already in that system so beyond Cole Keith, who who's next to possibly get a major league type deal without ever playing a game for the tigers well, I don't think, I, I think strategically it, it's never a pitcher 
But the thing is, is that, and look at all those former first-round draft picks, right, that the Tigers took. They had that stretch where it was it was Bo Burrows and Alex Fiedo and Matt Manning and Casey Mize, and none of those guys got deals. But that's because pitchers get hurt. And building your rebuild around the most fragile position in the sport, and it may be in any sport, truthfully, is a very dangerous game. And so now, and I think that's one of the reasons that you saw like Max Clark, for example. They wanted a younger guy, a position guy. I think Max Clark's probably the most likely kid to get one of those Colt Keith-style deals. He hasn't proven it as a player yet in terms of his production, but he would be my guess. I think Jace Young also has an opportunity as well. Uh, Job and Ty Madden. Uh, A.J. Hintz told the media earlier this week they're not going to make the Major League roster on a spring training. No surprise there. But the fact that they're coming in, they could be guys before the season's done who get a Major League debut or it's a setup uh, for next year. Your, your thought on the pitching uh, the Tigers have down on the farm and how far away are some of those arms from the big leagues? So I can tell you one thing about the way that they've put it all together. Kenta Maeda they brought in, Jack Flaherty they brought in. They brought in a couple of guys to fill out the rotation, right? And so they have depth, which is something that they've desperately needed because, as you know, and we just said it, pitchers get hurt. Guys go down, and next thing you know, the guy that you had starting opening day in AAA is now your number three or number four starter. So Jackson Job and Ty Madden are probably both going to pitch in the major leagues this year. I can tell you this, Jackson Job's stuff right now can play in the major leagues. It's just not consistent enough. Like, if you've ever seen one of those skylights, those big giant skylights that shoot up into the sky, it sometimes, it, that's Jackson Job, but it just flickers out. It kind of cuts in and out right now, and they're just trying to keep that light on full-time. Vanderwall said uh, when he went down to Arizona Fall, that's something to watch. When a guy goes to Arizona yeah. Fall League, sure. he, he's close to getting to the big league club. I like the pieces we're seeing and reading about Javi Baez coming off. He played through some injuries that people have heard and he never felt right. And he says he's feeling better and reported early out of training camp. So his comeback, I think, because you're going to need to wait unless Keith is just a phenom at the MLB level out of the box. But Baez coming back and hitting 270 and hitting like 18 homers and 80 RBIs would be so big for the Tigers who are playing in the worst division in baseball. So a couple things, because that was, you had a lot right there. So number one, as it pertains to the fall league, yes, that is a prospect league, right? If you're if you're worth your salt, because I think only major league teams can send like six of their guys to the Arizona Fall League. And then coming up in spring training about a month from now, Major League Baseball has designated this day to where every Major League team is going to make up a roster of their top 25 to 30 prospects, and they're going to play all of them as a team in a game. So it doesn't matter if you're at the AAA level or as low as the Rookie League level. Everybody's going to be on the team, and everyone's going to go up against another Major League team's top prospect. That will be really, really interesting and super fun. Tigers have the Philadelphia Phillies in a game at Joker Marchant Stadium. That's going to be on March the 16th. To your other point about Colt Keith, he, at every level he's been to, has taken a little time to figure out the learning curve. So I wouldn't place astronomical expectations on him right out of the gate, but I do expect him to figure it out, and when he does, I think he's going to have figured it out for good. And then to your last point about Javier Baez, 
he's better when his team is good. I mean, when he's on a good team, his numbers historically have been much better. I don't, I don't believe the talent has left his body like it was sucked out in the movie Space Jam when they got Charles Barkley. I, I just don't. I do believe, however, that he is a momentum play. And if you're bad, he's bad. If you're good, he's good. And the Tigers have done a lot of things to put themselves into more competitive situations. And I'd like to see if Javier Baez can get himself up to the task in those situations. And the key will be Scooble staying healthy, Mize coming back. You got Manning, who didn't pitch bad uh, last year. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of okay. There's a lot of okay, Dan, right now with the Tigers, and we're waiting for those to go from okay to mid-major league level to what ones can become great or all-starish. Casey Mize to to that end. He's the guy I'm hoping for because when he was drafted, his stuff was not the same as it was by the time he got to Major League Baseball. If they had actually just drafted him and put him in a bullpen in the Major Leagues, he probably would have had more success right out of the gate because he was more Major League ready than a lot of people realize. I mean, people forget he went to double A and in his first first game in double A threw a no hitter. He threw a no-hitter. It first came in the hardest league in all of minor league baseball. He was ready, but their team wasn't ready to have him yet. They weren't ready to support having him at that point. But now he lost all that velocity on his fastball. His arm blew up, and so they had to work to get all that right. A lot of guys come back better after Tommy John surgery. And if he comes back to even what he was when he was right before TJ... Now you're talking about the guy that Auburn saw that made him a number one overall pick in the draft. I saw his first season. I thought it was decent. I think it can be better, and I expect it to actually see an improvement based on what he's able to do in terms of his recovery because he's a guy who takes a lot of pride in his work. Dan Hasty takes a lot of pride in his work. Voice of the Tigers, high affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps, who play in the Midwest League along with the Lansing Lugnuts for our listeners on the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. And... Uh, the world champion Dodgers uh, organization, uh, and they have been champions, and they got Otani. Am I already calling them world champions? I might be jumping the gun a little bit on the Dodgers uh, with Shohei Otani. While we wait and see, they play a beautiful Dow Diamond in Midland for those who listen on 100.9 FM, The Mitt. Also, Dan, voice of UAD Mercy Basketball and the Grand Rapids Rise Pro Volleyball federation franchise in downtown gr we'll have dan on the show here for the next 30 minutes or so we got ben nielsen coming up from the gr boat show you want to join in on our flying ace whiskey huge question of the day how much of caitlin clark have you been watching when it comes to her hoops games at iowa you can join us at 1-866-838-4843 that's 1-866-838-HUGE that is on the mercantile bank listener line mercantile bank of michigan based bank add huge show on twitter the huge show on facebook Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. 
From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Loving Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh From Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back in the huge show across Michigan from the GR Boat Show that runs through Sunday at the Voss Place in downtown GR. And Ben from the Boat Show uh, joins us. And every year we just marvel at uh, the beautiful boats. And I'm any any style, any size of boat, you will find it this weekend in downtown Grand Rapids. And Ben, welcome back to the show. Yes, thank you very much for having me. And uh, you are right, this place is full of boats. Um, I think we're at 427 was our official count. 400. 427 boats on site. On site, inside the building. Uh, Anything from, you know, a paddleboard, you know, kayak, up to a giant motor yacht, everything in between. And I'm noticing new names. I see, like, Formula right in front of us where we're set up. So the boat industry is booming. It is. The boat industry is doing really well right now. You know, uh, during that whole COVID era, boating exploded, right? And they're really hard to find a boat. You know, the inventory was super low. Uh, The good news is they've got the inventory back under control. There's boats available now. um, and the boating industry is doing really well. Um, if you've kind of been holding out looking for that right boat, now's the time. Is it uh, electric? 
electronics? Uh, what's the latest and greatest thing connected to boating? What would you put on that short list? Yeah, electronics is always going to be right up at the top. I mean, every year the advancements in electronics are, are huge. Uh, you know, just when we think we can't do anything more, uh, they, you know, they, they do more. You know, outboard motors are changing, um, you know, quieter, better gas mileage. Um, you know, electronics are getting easier to make it, to navigate a lot of these bodies of water. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it comes down to uh, pontoon boats, you know, different uh, seating, different seating designs within the pontoon boats, bigger swim decks on boats. Uh, and a trend that's been happening for a few years is really going to outboard motors on the back of a lot of boats that previously had inboard motors. So we're seeing more and more outboard motors on boats and the advancements in outboards again this year has uh, has been quite a bit. A uh, signature part of the annual GR Boat Show here at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Uh, when it comes to wakeboarding, uh, water skiers, wake surfers, uh, this boat show was way ahead of the game decades ago when it comes to servicing, or when it came to servicing that audience, and it continues to grow. Yeah, absolutely does, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, if you walk around the show, there's a lot of boats here that are kind of of that style, uh, and you know, we do a lot of other things with it. We bring in, you know, professional wakeboarders and we have, you can buy your wakeboards here. Uh, you know, obviously we have the tubers truckload sale with all different tubes on display. Uh, so maybe you need a tube for the boat this year. Uh, all that stuff is here on display. And you can see all the different models here and kind of compare everything, which is really a nice part about it, too. Yeah, and you get Tommy's uh, Wake and Surf Shop, Action Water Sports, two of the premier uh, destinations across Michigan. Uh, if you're into wakeboarding, water skiing, wake surfing, uh, between the Action Water Sports setup and Tommy's, uh, you'll see everything you need. Yeah, everything's here. Uh, Twiggy, the, I guess, the show squirrel. The water skiing squirrel, right? I mean, where else can you go and find a water skiing squirrel? And it, it, it's going to, it does. I mean, it, it water, water skis. skis. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not like does a it wave. Does it wave to the crowd? Sometimes, yeah. So the squirrel will wave, wave to the crowd. Yeah, well, depending on how, you know, what kind of mood it's in, right? You know, if it's if it's feeling generous. Is you Twiggy know. kind of a rock star demanding There's no doubt about backstage. this. Look, I mean, Twiggy's been in all kinds of things. I mean, it's been in you know rock music videos mm. it's been in movies it's been you know all over the place so uh, and it really is a good act you know bring the kids down um you know it's it's always a lot of fun to watch twiggy the water skiing yeah squirrel. twiggy was part of molly crew before they threw out twiggy because of uh the attitude was getting a little yeah, squirrely a little bit of a yeah i mean do you call a squirrel a diva yeah Maybe, DV, I, don't uh, I don't know what you call could be that. diva uh, something dv for a male yeah. female squirrel we're not really gonna ask if twiggy is male or you can see uh, twiggy here at the gr boat show if you uh, want the boat show schedule it's pretty simple gr boat show, uh, dot com. that is gr uh, boat show, uh, dot com. Uh, the ho uh, truckload sale you know our good friend henry loved this uh, for those at tube on the water anywhere in michigan uh, this is the weekend uh, to save some huge money. Absolutely it is. I mean, you know, they've got them on sale right now. You're not going to find them on sale like this the rest of the year. They, they really do a great job with that. And, you know, the other side of it is, you know, you go to a store later in the year and you want to buy a tube. It's in a box. You know, you're kind of looking at a picture on there. Here, everything's out on display.
display, blown up. You know, the kids are bouncing around on them. You can kind of see what it actually looks like when it's out of the box. So, uh, you know, get the one that you want, right? Now's the time to do that. Also, the Key West Crab Shack is back with Don Middlebrook uh, performing uh, daily through Saturday uh, here at the Boat Show. They have so much. 427 boats. Uh, Ben from the Boat Show just told us. Uh, Wherever you're listening across the state, uh, it will be worth the trip to downtown Grand Rapids. Uh, Children five and under get in free. Six to 14 years of age. Five bucks. GRBoatShow.com Show runs tonight until 9. Saturday 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. And final day of the show on Sunday 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you want to see the show layout where the dealers where wakeboarding, surfing, whatever it is, Twiggy, uh, Key West Crab Shack, and more, go to grboatshow.com. That is grboatshow.com. Ben, always good to see you, my man. Absolutely. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Friday Roadshow is in downtown GR at DeVos Place. 2024 GR Boat Show runs today until 9 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. And Sunday, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. 427 boats inside from the paddle boards, the kayaks, you name it, pontoons to yachts. They have it here uh, through Sunday, grboatshow.com. Thank you, Ben Nielsen, Lisa, Henry Boucher. We do miss you at the boat show. I do have Dan Hasty, who is the voice of the Tigers High affiliate, the West Michigan Whitecaps. Also, play-by-play radio voice of the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Volleyball Federation. They've been drawing great crowds, and it's unbelievable entertainment watching a pro volleyball match in person. We'll get an update on the rise. Talk some Michigan football. We'll go to Daytona. Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASA, and Carson Hosevar's fourth place finish last night in the first duel in the 500 on Sunday. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Amazon, Google, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flyin' Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Flyin' Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskeys. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyinAceSpirits.com. It is a Flyin' Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. 
From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show 19 stations strong for the one close to you go to the huge show.net there you can listen to the free stream weekdays at three and on the iheart app search the huge show and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service we're live at the grand rapids boat show at devos place in downtown gr runs tonight until 9 p.m tomorrow 10 a.m until 9 p.m sunday 10 a.m until 5 p.m 427 boats on display from paddle boards to yachts anything and everything connected to the water you can find it here at the boat show through sunday they got twiggy uh, the water skiing squirrel who gets like 22 grand an appearance twiggy the water skiing squirrel uh, grboatshow.com dan hasty voice of the tigers high affiliate the West Michigan Whitecaps joining me live here at the Boat Show. Also, voice of University of Detroit Mercy Basketball. They were 0-26. One guy stormed the court when they posted their first W of the year earlier this week. And also, he is the play-by-play radio slash YouTube TV voice of the Grand Rapids Rise. Pro Volleyball Federation, the only pro volleyball franchise in the state of Michigan. The league is... About a month and a half in, and he was showing me 50,000 YouTube hits on their match from last Monday night. They'll be in Grand Rapids on Sunday. Uh, the crowds have been incredible everywhere, not just in GR. And it's because it's a market that never, outside of pro beach volleyball, which unless you grew up in a warm weather area, you're not really connected to that, or along Lake Michigan or something, Grand Haven, Holland. And now these young girls and their families and these high school players and college players and young moms or older moms who played volleyball growing up, they have a place to go the same way we would go and still go and watch baseball or you watch hockey and you remember growing up with those sports. And Dan Hasty is joining us uh, live Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR, coming up later. Also, Sharon Moore filling out his coaching staff at Michigan. And we did throw out our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. How much of Caitlin Clark have you been watching this year? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. So, Dan, I mentioned you're a diehard sports fan, but also your play-by-play resume. How surprised are you uh, by the numbers you're seeing with the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Beach Volleyball Federation, whether it's YouTube hits 50,000 from last Monday's match uh, to the crowds we're seeing at Vandal Arena in downtown GR? Big surprise for you? At the beginning, yes. It was definitely a bigger surprise up front. But the more I've learned about it, the more I've come to understand just how prevalent it is. I mean, you mean the game of volleyball. The right? game of volleyball. There are there there are message boards that have hundreds of thousands of views and comments. I mean, you know, we talked in the three o'clock hour. 
we talked about people kind of putting themselves in their bubbles, and social media allows you to do that. Well, there's a really big volleyball bubble out there, and it's in different parts of the country, and it's only gained traction over the course of the last 10, 15, 20 years, and now it's really started to bubble up to the surface. Grand Rapids has a huge volleyball, I guess, contingent of sorts. There are federation level, there's high school level, it's like AAU yeah, basically. Yeah, the club, the travel, everything. NBA, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's there's tons of volleyball support in this area. Omaha is one of the flagship franchises. Grand Rapids was actually the rise, was the very first into the Pro Volleyball Federation. So when they began this league, Grand Rapids was the first to jump in. But Omaha is known as kind of the volleyball capital of America. Their first match had 11,000-plus in attendance. And on their YouTube broadcast, I mean, it's well over 100,000 views from their first match. Yeah, the views. And we were talking about that because you showed me from last Monday's match for the Grand Rapids Rise, which had an epic, uh, (laughs) unbelievable uh, match. But 50,000 views. And and not that you're surprised, but you saw for their opening match over 120,000 views. And I said to you, my kids... Uh, sophomore, junior, they watch TV on YouTube. They watch TV highlights off of TikTok. They uh, watch off their video game systems, whatever TV stations or sporting events they can watch. They don't have a cable box. They have their phones where they can watch what they want to while they're uh, when we were going to sleep with the radio or AM Transistor back in the day listening to Ernie Harwell and Paul Carey, these kids uh, especially the young girls can go on YouTube and watch the Grand Rapids Rise or Omaha or any other team in the Pro Volleyball Federation. It's a market that never had anything to turn to beyond high school, college, Olympic volleyball, and like I mentioned, beach volleyball. And now look at the Grand Rapids Rise. You're showing me the photos of the crowds. I was there for the opener uh, with around 8,000 people. Their fans know when to rise. They know great action. They know a, a volley will get a standing ovation from both sides. Knowledgeable fan base. It really reminds me of a kid who grew up playing baseball, started with T-ball, and he can go to a Whitecaps game and he knows everything about baseball when he's 13 years old, just like that 13-year-old volleyball club player can with the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Beach Volleyball Federation. Uh-huh. Or pro, Not Pro Beach. Uh, the Pro Volleyball Federation. So it's interesting. It you're, really is. You're speaking directly to what I feel like is my past. I mean, I remember playing recreation baseball and then convincing my parents during a trip to the west side of the state to go camping but also put time aside to go to a West Michigan Whitecaps game. My first minor league game was actually a Whitecaps game, and I remember after the ball game chatting with a prospect named Joel Zumaya because, and I wanted to come out actually just to see him pitch. I wasn't really up to speed on the fact that guys threw only once every five days but you know I was able to to get to know him in that way and I was about 13 14 years old to your point though about what that league is doing one of the best things that they're doing so far is that they really are leaning into digital social media YouTube a lot of the ways that young people consume a lot of the product is that way so the fact that they're leaning into that as heavily as they are super super smart business decision it is a major league I mean this is the best volleyball players 
on the planet. I mean, there are. I mean, there are Team USA players. There are Olympians from other countries playing in this league. I mean, people are coming from overseas to come play in this league. So this is a big deal, and this is a league that's going. And Grand Rapids has not had this before. A chance to get the best players in the world at a particular sport to come to GR. And the league not only smart with their digital social network launch. They're paying their players well. They are. Which you know goes over in terms of getting the best talent. They have a structure for two stars and the rest of the squad. I I, I love it. I've talked with everybody. Kathy George, uh, infectious enthusiasm. She's the best. Her her husband, now I see him. They live downtown, and they also still have a place over the Lansing area. I've seen him like three times in the last week, and... He, I, I can see he's excited because no one knew what was on the horizon when it came to the Grand Rapids Rise and the Pro Volleyball Federation. And can I say one thing? So this is something that I've really learned over the course of the last couple of weeks and now a couple of months about the game of volleyball itself. As a broadcaster, and this is a little inside baseball, but there's a reason I want to say this, is because doing play-by-play is basically... Phil does a Phil does a photo up here. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to you. <laughs> so here's I'm what you need. To you. Here's what you need to know. He's a man of the people. So calling play by play for volleyball is basically like doing play by play of what happens to a pinball inside a machine. Which, by the way, the way you kept that going through the photo ops. <laughs> That was amazing. Hey, don't man. give me too it's much why, credit. It's why, it's why you're a pro. I man. broke a little bit. Let's be honest. I mean, we've but. had we've had a lot walking in front of us in front of the boat show, and we haven't really broke stride, which I attribute to your professionalism and mine. Yes, that's right. I, I saw the hula dancers for a minute. I saw the fire eaters. There were a lot of crazy things going Twiggy on in front came of us. By here. wondering why we have a better setup than <laughs> she does. The water ski and squirrel. So the only reason I mentioned the the pinball machine is because seeing it in person is a whole different experience than watching it on a YouTube or watching it on social media. Come try one match and see just what that looks like up close and personal because it's breathtaking. Oh, the the athleticism. It's crazy. action. It it really is nonstop action. It's it's harder than, like for play-by-play, for example, it is harder to call than baseball by a mile. Because it's It's, so quick, It's harder than basketball. It's harder than football. It's harder than hockey. It's the hardest sport you can possibly broadcast because the ball is so fast. And you don't know where it's going. Never. That quick. Never. So you're looking down, you got to understand who's on the floor for both sides. I feel like an auctioneer. Now you sound like the assistant coach from from the water boy. Oh my God. Alright, so the Grand Rapids Rise scheduled uh, downtown GR, Michigan's only pro volleyball franchise. Uh, home on Sunday, I saw the first 1,000 people get a fleece a blanket from the rise and what does the rest of the schedule look like upcoming for somebody across the state who may want to uh, bring the daughters or their team down uh, to watch the Grand Rapids Rise. Sure. So Sunday, Atlanta comes into town. They were a preseason favorite, one of the top two teams. It's 4 o'clock for the start of that match on Sunday. And obviously you can hear that one in Grand Rapids on 96 won the game. You can also watch along on YouTube. You are such a pro. Friday the 23rd. No, you know, you can tell doing people. It's the business. A good point you just made. You can tell people who have never seen it to search Grand Rapids Rise 
on YouTube and go watch one of their matches. Right. And that's the thing. And that's the great thing about leaning into the social side is that this game is on demand no matter if you have cable or if you don't have cable. All you have to have is internet and you can go watch it. And it's it's shot exactly the same looks, as you would it watch right. it anywhere you, else. You showed me the production. It looks big league. So then they come back on March the 9th. They have a game on Saturday. And uh, I know you'll appreciate this. The first 1,000 receive a Rise trucker hat. It's going to be a big time day, big time That's giveaway. That's awesome. I love trucker hats. So if you want to go get like a mullet wig, you can wear that and then put the hat on top. That's a noon game for Saturday. And then the following Sunday, March 17th, we do a St. Patrick's Day game, and that's a 4 o'clock Doing game. the green uniforms, I assume, probably. They better. I mean, yeah. you have to, right? That's awesome. So GRIs.com, that's the web address, right? GRIs.com. Follow the Grand Rapids Rise, R-I-S-E, on Facebook, Twitter, the social networks, uh, their YouTube channel. Just search Grand Rapids Rise. If you want to see what pro volleyball is all about, just search Grand Rapids Rise on YouTube. Dan Hasty. Doing the play-by-play. Who's your broadcast partner? Katie Olson, who had a... One of the Olsen twins? <laughs> you know what? She might be the third, uh, but, you know, that has a lot of questions She's about that. She's a former player, I assume. She right? was. She was at Grand Valley for a handful of she years. She's doing a good job? She's great. I mean, That's she's awesome. super knowledgeable, and, and she had never done a color analyst job before, but Coach she knows she coaches in the area, yes, and she had a four-year career. She was a captain at Grand Valley. She's also well-connected. She's a family member of Kathy's, so she knows volleyball because she's been leaning into it and she sees it from the same perspective as does Kathy George. And she has so much comfortability. I was stunned with how comfortable she was stepping in the very first time. Because she knows the sport, though. Because she knows it right. so and well. And played the sport, knows the sport, coaches the sport. And I will tell you that Cole DeVos and the entire Griffins organization, which is working double duty now, and they're being taken care of. They're not all working for free. Uh, but their duties have doubled. Sean Wright, the marketing crew, Kayser. Uh, BK. They call him Volley Bob now. <laughs> Volley Bob. Volley Bob Kayser. Uh, you know, I think he's calling the wings on the road trip right now out west because Ken Cal's recovering from a uh, medical issue. I think yep. Kayser's with the wings uh, out west on that road trip, the voice of the Wingstop Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. But. Uh, the rise, uh, anybody across the state that has connections to volleyball or you're just a sports fan. Uh, Van Andel Arena, GRIs.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, all the social networks, Instagram, and check them out on YouTube. What Dan Hasty, the play-by-play voice for the Rise, was just saying, see it for yourself on YouTube. Dan, man, that was a quick hour and 15 minutes. Thank you so much, my man. Typically is. And, uh, yeah, thank you for bringing me to the boat show again. I swear. It's like when my wife goes to go, like, look for dogs at the store. Like, this is my my pet shop. Look at this. Going uh, around here, this is something that if I I buy something, it's not my fault. You can dare to dream this formula boat right in front of us. Uh, looks amazing. It does. Bay Marine and Action Water Sports over there, West Michigan-based company, man. Uh, keep up the great work. Thank you, brother. All right. Dan Hasty joining us as the huge show is live on this Flying Ace Whiskey Friday from the GR Boat Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. 
Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's at our flagship station, 96-1 The Game in downtown Grand Rapids. Eric Zane for the Eric Zane Show podcast is filming part of a documentary called Why I Hate Huge. That will be available on the Eric Zane Show podcast. He sat down with Dan Hasty earlier. Uh, he's talked to Brett on camera. It's going to be a beautiful thing. We might launch it at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids for uh, the debut, but uh, Eric Zane's a talented guy. Very creative with the Eric Zane Show podcast, a radio legend. He is also co-producing and filming everything. It's nice. I sat down with my family. Uh, my mom, the one-on-one I saw a snippet from my mom, 
talking about I knew at an early age his ego would kill his career. That's my mom. Wow. Why I Hate Huge. Uh, the movie uh, produced by uh, Eric Zane and the Eric Zane Show podcast. Easy Films uh, is his company. Google that and you'll see some of the great work he has done. Speaking of great work, Carson Hosevar out of Portage, Michigan last night. Now, I settled in in between Caitlin Clark and Iowa Michigan women's basketball. I'm flipping over to FS1. And there is uh, the duel getting the start. Duel one, two duels they have on Thursday during Daytona 500 week down in Florida. And Carson Hosevar was starting towards the bottom. And early in the race, I'm flipping back and forth. He's not doing well, but is he waiting for his spot? The timing, there's not going to be the normal pits or tire changes. It's mostly fuel. And when it's said and done, Hosevar. Uh, he was wheeling and dealing, not just for fourth place where he ended up, but had a shot there in the final laps. And what a run for the kid out of Portage, Michigan. Also part of Spire Motorsports and Ziegler uh, Racing. Uh, good people there. I know Aaron Ziegler proud. And Jeff Striegel, who is the voice of NASCAR for the Motor Racing Network. Uh, we had a chance to talk to Carson and Aaron Ziegler uh, earlier this week. Uh, about his run and his week at Daytona. And Jeff Striegel is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Striegel? I'm good, Bill. I'm really good. And I know that, you know, I'm just listening to, to all you just said there. I know Carson is doing good. And i got to believe that everybody with the Ziegler Auto Group has got to be feeling pretty good after what they saw last night. You're right, Huge. When it was all said and done and the checkered flag was in the air, after the first duel, Carson Hosevar brought that Chevrolet across the line in position number four. Jeff, what was interesting watching the race, and by the way, Kevin Harvick is so good on TV. Oh, my Lord, was he fantastic. Uh, him and Clint Boyer going back and forth. But as they were doing, whether it was the final restart, uh, I forget, uh, right after the, the last crash, and they were talking, and it was almost like they looked at the leaderboard, and I think it was Harvick first. And him and, and Joy just steps away and lets these two pros uh, really have great conversation. He goes, and Carson Hosevar is in fifth. And all of a sudden, uh, I think it was Boyer goes, yeah, he's a good one. And then Joy goes, you're going to hear a lot about him. And, I'm, and they, hadn't said a, they hadn't said his name like the entire race until like the final, what was it, maybe seven laps or something. So you go back to Wednesday when they qualified that car and they did not have good individual lap speed. This is Daytona. Nobody runs individually. It's all about the draft, and you know that. So I don't think they were too worried but yet at the same time, they also needed to get that car out there on the track with others around it. So they started virtually dead last, like you pointed out. And for that first half of the race, Huge, I thought Carson did exactly what he should do, and that is just ride there with the draft at the tail end of the field. Let's see what these cars are going to do. How do they get buffered around, you know, running at 200 miles an hour? And I thought he did a really good job just minding his business and learning. And all of a sudden, like you pointed out, there was the opportunity to go. You've got to get yourself in position to move up that leaderboard. And Carson was doing that. And all of a sudden, yes, he's running inside the top ten. So we're starting to follow him a little bit. And next thing you know, he's eighth. He's seventh. And 
he took a run down the back straightaway, as you saw, Huge, on TV. He took a run down the outside of the back straightaway, working the outside lane, and I thought for a second that both he and the car that was in front of him were going to clear the two on the bottom, and Hosovar would have been in position to win it. Um, things didn't work out quite that well, but I, my, my gosh, you take a fourth-place finish at Daytona in a cup car the first time you've ever been in one here, mm. Uh, you're going to celebrate that for sure. We're going to see Carson on the track here in about one hour from right now when the, the guys get a chance to get out there and shake him down in practice. But he's got to be feeling very good about what he was able to accomplish last night. And also to Ziggler Racing, one of the sponsors, Inspire Motorsports, and their team. And I thought as I'm watching that race, and I know you're calling it, Jeff, on the Motor Racing Network, and Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR on MRN, joining us from uh, the Daytona 500, or Super Speedway down in Daytona. The timing, you're, you're watching, because again, it's not your normal race, and it was, are you going to take a tire, uh, are you going to... Uh, just get a little gas and have enough fuel to finish. I, I thought a couple of things. Uh, the crashes that happened uh, were a big plus for Josevar, and also his team on the timing of when he pitted uh, was big in the end for him to finish fourth. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, they wiped out, uh, I don't know what was it, huge four or five cars. That, you know, that's certainly going to change the complexion of the race but it doesn't change what you and I and everybody else saw as far as a talented race car driver taking advantage of opportunities. Yes, they pitted one time. Everybody came down for a simple splash and go. That's easier said than done because you just can't afford to make a mistake. Timing's got to be right. The crew's got to be right. Carson's got to get that car on and off pit road without speeding. Yes, there's a speed limit on pit road at 70 miles an hour. So he's got to slow that car down, get it on pit road, get that fuel in, get the gears coming up through the gearbox. And he just did everything perfectly. And when you do that uh, and you've got a good spotter that will help you move through the field, you're going to have a good result. And he had a good result last night. The Ziegler Auto Group, their sticker or their decal on the front of the hood of that Chevrolet looked good under the lights. Jeff Striegel, voice of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network, joining us from Daytona. The 500 runs on Sunday. You mentioned some practice tonight for Carson, Spire Motorsports, Ziegler Racing. So the difference for somebody who doesn't follow NASCAR day in and day out, Jeff, for Josevar from the duel last night where he raced well to the 500 on Sunday, what's the biggest difference he'll have to adjust to? Well, number one, there's going to be twice as many cars out there. You know, like you pointed out, prior to me coming on, they do run two races last night. Each race had 21 cars in it. The Daytona 500 will have 40. Uh, and so you're going to have the best all around you all afternoon long. He's going to have to beat, you know, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski. Yes, all those names that we know. Kyle Busch. So if he's going to do it huge, he has to have a day that is mistake-free. This is no different than if we're talking about the Detroit Lions trying to make their way to the Super Bowl. You've got to be mistake-free. His crew's got to be good. He's got to be good. They've got to be patient. They've got to simply try to work their way methodically up the leaderboard, make good pitch stops, and stay out of the big one. You know we're going to wad up some race cars here at some point on Sunday. 
and you've got to do the very best you can to not be one of those drivers involved in a big crash. If he can do that huge, he has a car capable of running up front. He showed it last night, and hopefully he'll show everybody that on Sunday. Striegel made the comparison to the Lions in the NFC Championship game. If they wanted to get to the Super Bowl of football, that Carson Hosovar could have a 17-lap lead at halftime, 250 <laughs> miles in at Daytona, <laughs> and blow the 17 17-lap lead. Thanks a lot for bringing that back up, Striegel. I always appreciate yeah, it. I know, I know. It hurts, but I'll tell man. you what: the one thing I got to avoid here, huge. And I'll tell you what, for non-NASCAR fans that are listening to us right now, tune it in, whether it be on the radio, tune it in on TV, and watch the kid from Portage, Michigan, representing Ziegler Auto Group. This is a 21-year-old kid who grew up at the Kalamazoo Speedway at the Berlin Raceway, and now he is running at the highest level of stock car racing in the world, and he's going to put his talent on display on Sunday in, like you said, the biggest race of the year, the Daytona 500. That is huge. I'm going to put a little caveat in there if we can get it in on time because we are supposed to have a lot of rain here tomorrow and on Sunday. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see if they'll run it on Monday or Tuesday. Also, I had a couple listeners when I gave a shout out to Carson said that there was a, a driver or a race team from the Mount Pleasant, Michigan area. Did someone qualify for the Daytona 500 uh, from the Mount Pleasant region in Michigan? Yeah, you got some smart listeners. No surprise. Yes, Beard Motorsports, which is Linda Beard. She owns Beard Oil Company. She owns, her and her late husband own a cup car, NASCAR Cup Series car. It's being driven by Anthony Alfredo huge they have one full-time employee one team penske has 450 linda employs one full-time individual they only run daytona and talladega yes they are out of the mount pleasant area and anthony alfredo qualified and put that car for linda and that team into the daytona 500 what a great story. I uh, love it. Yeah. Can't wait for the Super Bowl of Auto Racing on Sunday. And again, they will get it in eventually. Could be Sunday night, could be Monday, and even in the Tuesday. Jeff Striegel is the voice of NASCAR on the Motor Racing Network, also part of the Berlin Raceway team, one of the great short tracks in America. Joining us, NASCAR Racing Insider here on the Huge Show. Jeff, enjoy the weekend. Can't wait to see Carson and also Beard Racing go at it in the 500. Yeah, enjoy it. Huge. Always a pleasure to join you. We'll keep an eye on Carson, and we'll catch up soon. All right. Uh, Jeff Striegel, man. Dude is voice of NASCAR. He's big time. You know, I had Hasty on earlier. I think Dan is a future Major League broadcaster. West Michigan has produced a lot of great broadcasting talent, including Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Superfly Hayes, one of the great producers, and I was introduced to Superfly by Eric Zane. They had met at the Kent County Jail during a 30-day stay, befriended each other, cellmates, and now they're both back at our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. Zane's filming that I Hate Huge 
documentary and Superfly's getting ready to go on vacation and I'm going to have Zane with me nonstop for five straight days. Tell me. I'm not living right now at the top of Mount Everest of broadcasting. It's amazing. Rex Hoggard, he's another big-time pro from the Golf Channel. Genesis out in Los Angeles. At Riviera, Tiger is back. We'll get an update on Tiger and the PGA Tour next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Rex Hoggard is one of the great voices and faces and writers in the game of golf. He joins us from the Golf Channel 
on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line to talk about the Genesis Invitational. Tiger back on the course in the state of the tour. How are you doing, Rex? Uh, I'm good. You picked an easy time to call. Actually, Tiger is off the golf course. He just withdrew from the tournament after six holes. He withdrew. Oh, I didn't. I've been busy on the show. What? Not feeling well? Yeah. Uh, actually, there was a tour official who was just on the broadcast. I'm not at the tournament. I'm just watching it at home. And a tour official said that Tiger informed them that he withdrew because of illness. So we, huh. we don't exactly know yet. We know that he talked about some back spasms yesterday. We all saw the last shot. Or if you saw the last shot on 18 yesterday afternoon, it was a bit of a shank. So there was a bit of a back issue yesterday, but apparently today it's more illness. Well, pretty good timing then on me bringing you on, <laughs> Rex Auger, one of the great golf insiders, lets us know that uh, Tiger after six holes. Where was he after six holes? Uh, I believe he was two over for the day, so that put him three over for the tournament. Um, he was st- he was outside the cut line. It's, it's sort of an interesting scenario this week. There's only 70 players in the field, but there is a cut. It's top 50 in tie. But there was a 10-shot rule, so when he withdrew, he was still inside the 10-shot rule with Patrick Cantlay leading a 10 in par, but it was close. Uh, all right, away from Tiger. And it was good to have him back. He seemed to be in pretty good mood all week and launching his new brand and partnership with another manufacturer and clothing maker. Uh, but the game of golf, uh, and I'm, I've am i been talking about this since the first of the year, Rex, and I want your feedback. I don't know if it's Liv taking more names, but there, there, there has been something missing, and and not the wasted management open. Okay, we'll talk about that in a moment. Which uh, golf a Palooza 2024? Uh, but there's something, and maybe it's star power. I don't know what it is. You might know it more than me, or maybe I'm reading too much into it. But you know, Tiger Back just made the week bigger than life. The the lack of big names at the top. I know we got Cantley at the top right now at the Genesis, but uh, your thoughts on this start to 2024 with the PGA Tour? I said this last week on Golf Today when I was hosting. Um, it, the last two weeks for professional golf have not done well, and I, I would say that for both the PGA Tour and Live Golf. I'm not being parochial here. I think this has everything to do with the last two weeks. You had half the players in the world either at Pebble Beach and down in Mexico or in Las Vegas and in Scottsdale. And I don't think that's good for the fans. I don't think it's good for the sponsors. I don't think it's good for the media to have to split your attention. I have friends texting me last weekend, which event should I watch? And look, I, I don't even want to sit here and argue about which product is best right now, because I think it's so subjective. And to your point, I think John Rahm leaving was a huge blow for the PGA Tour. And when you looked at the final pairing on Sunday, or I'm sorry, on Saturday at the Live event last week, it included John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, and Brooks Kepka. It's hard to argue that's a better product on the PGA Tour right now, just based on name recognition alone. I'm not trying to speculate on who's playing the best golf right now or not. It's simply bad for golf. I'm not, uh, this has nothing to do with taking sides. I just think it has put the professional game in a very, very odd position. And the odd position is there are some great young golfers who may be household names two, three, four years that can come quick in the game of golf, especially at the tour level. But the big names now over on Live, I forget that guys have left for Live, right? I'm, I'm looking at leaderboards. I'm, you know, Googling uh, on the social networks, and it's very confusing. And I thought you said it perfectly. Like, okay, who's wait? They, all right, wait, this is Waste Management Open, uh, Pebble Beach, the weather on Sunday, Live's on CW. Good luck finding that. I probably can 
you know, find people missing in mountains right now better. But uh, and it's just the star power, you know, Rex. To me, I watch PGA on a regular basis. I watch the tour for the big names like I watch most sports. No, I think you said it perfectly. I think you speak for probably the vast majority of, of sports fans, whether if you're a golf fan or not. If you're a sports fan, you probably feel the exact same way. Look, if you're a passionate golf fan, you're going to find what you want to watch. You appreciate the fact that Cam Davis is right near the lead in Los Angeles now. One of those players, I think who you were alluding to, might be a star three or four years from now. He's an up-and-coming player. He's a lot of fun to watch, but he's not quite there yet. He's not at the Brooks Kepsen category or certainly the Dustin Johnson category. And so I think what you have here is a fractured game. And I keep going back to the idea that that's not good for anyone. And I keep, and, and again, I don't want to get into the politics of PGA Tour and live golf at the moment, but the idea that some, we could have some sort of future with the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, the European Tour, and this new private equity investment group, SSG, without live golf involved, I, I don't think that's realistic. Because I think right now the fractured game is the only thing that's going to define the narrative. So where where are things? Because uh, you know that private equity money, three upwards of three billion, whatever it is. Last summer we had the talk of the merger or live and the PGA Tour finding a working agreement. Where where is the future of pro golf at right now between the live and PGA Tour? I don't think. There is a future without all of those things involved under the same roof. I think eventually, and, and I'm not smart enough or attuned enough, I wish I was, to tell you how exactly we get there, but I don't see how we keep going in the direction we're going. The idea, and, and look, Tiger Woods kind of addressed it this week, and he's a member of the policy board. His voice carries a long way when it comes to this. And the idea right now is, okay, we were flush with cash because of the private equity investment, and that gives us a little bit of negotiating room. I would agree with that, but still, two or three years from now, if you and I are still having this exact same conversation about a fractured landscape and trying to find these top players who are on the CW network and these top players who are on a different network, I don't think that is sustainable. I agree. Uh, there's going to have to be some agreement because, in the end, they're cannibalizing each other, and we'll see how that plays out. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel joining us. Before I let you go, I, the Waste Management Open and the delays they had in the weather and the ability of people to wear coats or things where they could sneak bottles in, I they sold over 4 million beverages. 4 million alcoholic uh, beverages. Obviously, you're going to have uh, some issues. So... They're going to have to make some changes. Golfers, you know, Spieth, Zach Johnson. I got about 90 seconds here, Rex. Uh, what's going to happen with the Waste Management Open in Phoenix moving forward? I'm probably in the minority here, and I'll make this very, very quickly. Golf wants to be a mainstream sport. That's what this is all about with Live Golf and the PGA Tour. That's kind of what mainstream sports look like. Sometimes it's ugly, sometimes it's loud, sometimes it does things that it certainly should not say, and very often it's drunk. That's what we got last week. I'm not justifying the behavior in many of the things that happened last week at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. However, if golf really wants to be what it says it wants to be, in that mainstream sport, this is it. This is it, man. It's not pretty sometimes. 
I agree. I'm with you 100%, man. I I think the delays, because they had such, uh, and, and beers being sold or beverages or, or wine or anything else being sold, that, and it's cold, people could wear hoodies and jackets they normally don't wear in Phoenix or they're sneaking in a pine. A lot of reasons here. i got to get to a network break, but uh, the game of golf, they provided viral videos for a lifetime from the Waste Management Open. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, you're the best, my man. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. All right, Rex Hoggard, check it in as we're live at the Grand Rapids Boat Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. It runs now through Sunday at 5 o'clock. You want boat show details, go to grboatshow.com. Also, if you miss any of the HUGE show, our podcasts are free. All you have to do is search the HUGE show where you download podcasts and catch up on your schedule. It's a Flying Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Flying Ace Small Batch American Made Whiskeys. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyingAceSpirits.com. It is a Flying Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on a Friday road show. We're inside DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids where the Grand Rapids Boat Show open up on Wednesday. It runs tonight until 9 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. Over 400 boats on display. I think the actual number is 427. Anything and everything connected to the water for wakeboarders, water skiers and more they got the key west crab shack uh open also they got twiggy the water skiing squirrel uh, doing a ton of shows they got the ho sports tube truckload sale if you're pulling tubes on the water like i said anything and everything connected to the water here at the grand rapids boat show today through sunday at 5 p.m all the show info at grboatshow.com that is gr boatshow.com inside this hour bill hobson from michigan golf live one of our lpga and pga tour insiders will join us we'll get his latest thoughts on the start of the 2024 pga golf season also my conversation with aaron ziegler carson hosevar and jeff striegel about Hosovar running this week at Daytona. Had a great run last night in the first duel. Finished fourth. Great starting grid inside the top ten on Sunday for the Daytona 500 if weather allows that uh, to happen. And I had Kate Arnold, who works at our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. 
uh, tell me that she is with uh, Linda Beard down in Daytona. And Jeff Striegel told the story of this Mount Pleasant, Michigan-based racing team. They have one full-time employee. Childress has over 400. They run in two races or try to qualify for the Daytona 500 in Talladega. And Kate Arnold says she's down in Daytona with the family. Kate Arnold's family lives in the Elma Mount Pleasant area. She's a big part of the sales team at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in iHeart, West Michigan. And they got word, Linda did from somebody listening in Michigan, that the huge show in Striegel we're talking about, Beard Racing. One full-time employee that qualified for the Daytona 500 this week. What a story that would be. And the big boys in auto racing, some of those shops have over 400 employees. Good luck to Beard Racing. And my conversation with Carson Hosevar, Aaron Ziegler from the Ziegler Auto Group and Ziegler Racing, and Jeff Striegel is coming up here in about 15 minutes. I did want to welcome in Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit. Check local listings. Radio version during the golf season Saturday mornings on most of these huge radio network stations. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Tiger Woods, we just got word from Rex Hoggard. He came on in the last segment after six holes, said he wasn't feeling right, and he withdrew from the Genesis. Yeah, Billy, these days uh, it's becoming, I think, more likely that he does not finish the tournament than that he does. I, I think this is the third time in his last six competitive uh, events that he's had to withdraw. So they cited illness. We don't really know what the actual answer is. Maybe just maybe he's sick. Maybe he ate something bad. You never really know. But it certainly takes a lot of wind out of the sails of an event that he's hosting. It's for, uh, for the Tiger Woods Foundation. And um, the uh, the folks at the network over the weekend will they'll be crying aloud. We'll see them weeping openly, I think, at the loss of having Tiger on TV if he had made the cut, which was not a certainty by any stretch. You know, I do wonder, we talked about this, and PGA still drill and uh, live golf, even with adding names like Rom to their roster and TV ratings. But for me, and I, I'm, I'm pretty equal in terms of where I'm at on my sports view and what I want to watch. You know, Caitlin Clark was must-see TV last night. I watched the uh, Daytona 500 first duel, Daytona 500 week last night because of Carson Hosevar, the kid from Portage. But, man, there's something about the tour right now, Bill. I don't know what it is that I'm just not connecting to it. Maybe it's winter in Michigan. I don't know. But something is pulsing there, and I'm trying to figure it out. Well, you're not alone in that. I mean, there's there may be more enthusiasm this weekend in Grand Rapids for Twiggy the water skiing squirrel than there is for watching <laughs> what's happening in Los Angeles. And, and part of that is because of the uncertainty about how it will all shake out and also about the, just the bad look that the focus on Monopoly money uh, has become. We, we, we no longer really talk about legacy. We no longer talk about drama. We talk about uh, what they're going to sign for and what kind of retribution will be taken against the players wanting to come back. And all those things that we kind of thought maybe golf would never devolve into like the other sports do. But here we are. And it is there. It's not a good look. It's not appealing. 
and uh, you, you can only you can only uh, spend so much time and energy on non-major events. And I think we're going to see a considerable drop in interest and enthusiasm for the non-majors. We'll still get the Players' Championship and when the Masters rolls around in April, everybody's going to be excited. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't know that you're going to see that same enthusiasm for you know, the, the Byron Nelson or anything else along the way. And somehow they got to come to an agreement, live PGA Tour, because they're cannibalizing each other. And again, Liv, you can't find it anywhere on TV and atrocious ratings, even yeah. with the big names. But they got all the money in the world, so they're not living on uh, TV ratings. We'll see uh, what happens uh, down the road. I, I have a proposed solution for you, by the way. All these questions what is it? about whether about whether those live players might be allowed to come back to the PGA Tour. Here's my thought. Uh, you can open the door to that happening while still uh, appeasing the players who never left if you let those players come back, you mandate that they commit to X number of non-big-time, non-elevated events, and for the first X number of events, they don't get to compete for prize money only for world golf ranking points because that has been the measuring stick that's kept a lot of them out of the majors. So you come back, you've got to go and play, let's say, 10 of the non-elevated events, and as your financial penalty or the way to make this all up, you don't take money out of the prize pot while you're competing, but you get to compete for the full allotment of world golf ranking points. I don't know if that has any, any foundation or any legs to it, but I don't know of any other way that you can assess some sort of a financial re-entry fee that would be equitable and be spread amongst all of the players. This way, you could have Rom come back. He could go and win an event, but he's not getting the paycheck. That money stays in the purse, and it's distributed to everybody else. Um, and, hey, we don't really know, Billy. Maybe the players that are already exempted into the majors because they've won them or they're ranked high enough, maybe they don't want to come back to the tour. So there's so many questions left unanswered still, and there's a huge vacuum of leadership in the commissioner's office on the tour. Bill Hobbs of Michigan Golf Live, radio version heard during the golf season on most of these huge radio network stations on Saturday morning, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit. You just said it, Bill. i got to get rolling here in a minute that I believe those players took the money because they don't have to go play the non-big events, and they don't have to right. do the traveling. They don't have to go to small-town America that helped build the PGA Tour. Uh, it, it's interesting here. I almost feel like the PGA Tour needs to do PGA Tour Level 1, and then the second level of PGA Tour, which would be the better players and newcomers, and try and uh, figure something out. It, it's a mess, and I'm, I'm losing interest, and I'm a diehard uh, golfer. I know we touched on it last week. Bill, we'll catch up, talk more golf later i gotta get to a network to okay they say hi to twiggy for me i'm a big fan oh, twiggy twiggy says you have the best golf swing she's <laughs> ever seen <laughs> okay and a squirrel and, and a squirrel yeah. knows golf swings right without a doubt all right thank you bill hobson michigan golf live tv version during the winter valley sports detroit check your local listings i mentioned we're here at the grand rapids boat show devos place downtown gr next segment carson hosovar aaron ziegler from the ziegler auto group ziegler racing jeff striegel voice of nascar 
uh, will join me. We'll have a little roundtable conversation about race week at Daytona. Josevar finished fourth in the first duel last night. He will be in the Daytona 500 in the top starting grid top 10 uh, on Sunday. And I love the comments I'm getting from Kate Arnold from our flagship station 96.1 The Game. She is down in Daytona at this hour uh, with Beard Racing. Linda Beard from Mount Pleasant. Kate is from the Alma Mount Pleasant area and a bunch of supporters down there at Daytona cheering on Beard Racing with one full-time employee. They found a way to qualify Sunday in the Daytona 500. Dreams can come true. Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions, any of our interviews, any of our hours or full shows, our podcasts are free. And you can catch up and listen when you want to. All right? Simple and easy. Listen when you want to. Uh, Just go... Search The Huge Show, uh, where you download podcasts. That is The Huge Show, uh, where you download podcasts. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He is back at the studio. Superfly, how much time before our next break? We're good? Time to break? Thank you, Superfly. We'll return to the boat show, and we'll hear from Josevar Striegel and Aaron Ziegler from Ziegler Racing next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons had one last game prior to this weekend's All-Star break as they were on the road to take on the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday. Prior to the game even beginning, Detroit's Isaiah Stewart was in police custody for allegedly punching Drew Eubanks. Devin Booker would get ejected five minutes into the game and the Pistons still lost 116-110. to Now we all know that the there are no playoffs in sight for this team. But will someone please explain to me how it is that the head coach, Monty Williams, still can't seem to figure out the difference between what a rotational player is and what a reserve player is. It's infuriating to watch Monty go 10, 11, 12 guys deep every single night. Now for the good news. All-Star Weekend commences tonight with the Rising Stars game, All-Star Saturday night, and then the featured game between the East and West on Sunday in Indy at 8 p.m. on TNT. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. 
Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here from The Huge Show. It is Daytona week, which is the Super Bowl of Auto Racing week. And we have a very special roundtable right now we're going to bring to you here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Jeff Striegel is the radio voice of NASCAR for the Motor Racing Network. Uh, He also is the GM at Berlin Raceway on the west side of the state, one of the top short tracks in America. Uh, We're going to welcome in Aaron Ziegler from Ziegler Racing and the Ziegler Auto Group. He has a lot of passion uh, for racing, and I was down at Ziegler Power Sports uh, late 2023, and they made a stunning announcement uh, that one of our own from West Michigan, Carson Hosevar, who is one of the uh, up-and-comers uh, in auto racing, now is joining uh, Ziegler uh, Racing. And uh, Jeff, you have a long track record with Carson. Uh, Ziegler has an unbelievable reputation when it comes to racing and their auto group. Uh, let's talk about uh, Aaron Carson and your connection. Yeah, you know, Bill, I think the thing that we want to remind everybody on is the fact that Aaron is not new to this at all, uh, not new to the NASCAR side of it. And Aaron, I'd kind of like to start with you in the fact that, again, uh, being involved in NASCAR, not new to you, but obviously the opportunity presented itself so that you could partner with Carson Hosebar. How big is that? to partner with the rising star and realistically the kid that grew up just down the street from you. Yeah, it's a, it, it's it's like a match made in heaven. Um, you know, we've been involved in NASCAR. We love racing. We love the competitive side of it. And obviously, you know, living in Kalamazoo, I've, I've seen uh, Carson's name out there a lot and seen him winning races coming up through, uh, through the ranks on his career. And uh, when we met last summer, it was at uh, MIS, and uh, realized that there was an opportunity that uh, that we could sign him and be one of his primary sponsors for this year. Um, it was just an absolute uh, perfect fit. And, you know, Carson exemplifies so many of, of the team values that the Ziegler, Ziegler team exemplifies uh, out there. And, and when I met him, I just I knew he was somebody that I wanted to represent our brand. And I wanted to uh, do everything I could do to help Carson win races. And all of that is going to happen this week. Let's remind everybody that Carson Hosevar, the kid that grew up in Portage, Michigan, will be racing on Sunday in the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. And Carson, I read something in an interview that you did a week ago, and you said, I'm not ready to start thinking about the 500 yet. I'm just trying to absorb everything that's going on. 
Now here we are. It is, in fact, race weekend. Is it starting to get home, uh, hit home? Ah, really, the mindset, Jeff, is, is it's just business as usual uh, a, a little bit. Um, we get the, the duels, which is going to be huge, right? Uh, you, you get a race before the race, which is huge um, for, for us and our team. Uh, just to kind of gel, get everything, um, you know, do a live pit stop, you know, just really go through the motions, you know, figure out what strategy, um, you know, we're not a key partner with Chevrolet, but we're we're really close um, or as close as you can get. Right. So it's just figuring out who we work with the best um, you know, and just fine tuning everything when it comes 500 time, um, which is big. It allows us to kind of relax a little bit, not be. Um, not have a lot of nerves, not really get too anxious because, um, you know, we have just a, a quick little one, 150, 150 mile shootout before the 500, before you start getting worried about it. And, um, you know, I know the guys here and a perfect opportunity with the Ziegler auto group and, uh, and Spire, they're both growing so much and, uh, gotten the chance to meet Aaron last year, but also meet, um, you know, so many of his employees and they've really, embraced me into their family and it's been a lot of fun and enjoyable and uh all of them love racing which is is huge that you can talk that and talk that lingo and uh just excited to get down to daytona with friends and family and um you know just enjoy having a race suit on and knowing that i was a fan here not too long ago and let's put some of those puzzle pieces together. You talk about Spire. That is the Spire Motorsports Chevrolet, the number 77. And that's where we're going to see Ziegler Auto Group on the side of that car coming up this week. What is the realistic expectation that you have, Carson, set for yourself? What's going to make for a successful week down in Daytona? Uh, well, Spire's growing, right? But I think they're they're strong suit of the game before they got all these resources and technology and uh, this big building and and 130 plus almost employees. Uh, you know, their sp- super speedway program was really good. Um, you know, I don't expect us to be excited about our qualifying effort, but um, they race super good. Um, you know, Jeff Dickerson had to had to stop all of us. We're all, we all wanted to try and go for the pole and you know qualify really good and. Um, you know, he, he kind of walked in to all of us and said, Hey, like you guys have led laps and like, this is like how we've been talked about and, and been even relevant in the last year or two. Why don't we stay close to home and, and stick to what we're good at and just improve on it a little bit rather than reinvent the wheel. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I think everybody's really confident in this building, um, but before all our advances. So we feel really good about it now, but, um, just, just really you know, if we could just execute, not make any mistakes, uh, you, you, you're kind of lucky to draw where you are when a big one happens or when chaos, uh, unravels. But if we could just, you know, not speed on pit road, not lose the draft from, um, taking too much fuel or getting off cycle at all, uh, you know, we'll have a shot at the end, you know, as long as we got four fenders, four wheels and, and a motor that still screams. How big is it to have Ziegler auto group on the side of your Chevrolet? Uh, it's so huge. Um, you know, it, it, I've seen, you know, like Aaron has said, he's, he's seen my name. Well, I've sure has seen more of his name than anything. You know, you go down the street, you know, I got my haircut five minutes from one of his locations where we did the announcement, um, which is super cool. And uh, I've had buddies during COVID times where they worked at his motorsports, um, you know, right there. Um, you know, I've had friends and family work for him, which is super cool that 
um, you know, it's really tying it all together. All my friends are pumped up now because they, uh, you know, they feel, uh, you know, a part of the team, which is, you know, something Aaron and his team have really represented, you know, it's just one big family. You know, I've been to appearances, I've been to sponsor deals where, you know, where you announce it and everybody's asking you the question, well, you know, how fast does the car go? Or, you know, if you hit 200 plus mile an hour, um, but at, at his Christmas party, I instantly knew he's got a special group there. You know, every single person came up asking racing questions and they're race fans and they get it. And, you know, they're asking, you know, I, I think the lo- least conversation I had was five, 10 minutes with somebody. And it was just because he wanted to take a picture with it because he was so excited. So, it, you know, they they really care. They're really invested. They're race fans at heart, um, which obviously you know, it works well and it's a perfect relationship. Um, but they also are, are winners and we hope to run really well with them. You know, they, they, they win for sure on the business side of it. And that allows them to, to keep growing with all their locations and, you know, they're expanding and, um, you know, it's perfect fit because Spire's doing that. And I hope to do the same as, as myself. All right. So that's the thoughts of the guy that's going to drive that Chevrolet for Spire Motorsports with Ziegler Auto Group on the side and the Daytona 500 coming up this weekend. Aaron, same question to you. As the president of Ziegler Auto Group, how big is this opportunity going into just it will just bring it down to this week alone? It is, in fact, Aaron, as you know, the Daytona 500. Yeah, you know, in the NASCAR world, the Daytona 500 is as big as it gets. And the, the excitement and the energy at that race is just insane when you're there. Like, you walk into the track and the hair on the back of your neck stands up. And you you, you look at, um, we're one of three primary sponsors that Carson's got this year, along with Premier Security and Gamebridge. And those are two other companies that are growing in leaps and bounds right now. And, you know, it's just six or seven years ago that we had a billion dollars in sales. Now all of a sudden we're two and a half billion. Well, Spider's doing the same thing. When I first sponsored Spider, I, I think they had about 15 employees. And these guys now are becoming a powerhouse out there. And I think they're going to surprise uh, a lot of people. And you see the success that Carson had last year, not only in the truck series, but um, when, when he got to fill in in Corey's car last year, you know, he took a car that was probably the 25th best car and he was passing guys left and right until the car blew up and it, it shows what a talent that um, that he is. So I really think it's a perfect fit between the three primary sponsors you got that are growing, Sp- Spire that's growing in leaps and bounds and, and, you know, Carson that, um, you know, at 21 years old, he's wise beyond his years. When you, you talk to him and you think about um, how he thinks about going into a race and, and how analytical he is, but on the flip side, how aggressive he is. I had a, I had a reporter ask me uh, at, at our announcement. They said, you know, Carson's a pretty aggressive guy. Does that worry you? And I said, you know, in, in, in this world, there's two problems in, in this world. Most people don't think big enough and they're not aggressive enough. And I said, us as an organization, we're never going to make that mistake. So I want an aggressive guy uh, in the car. And that's why I think Carson's, you know, another, another reason he's an absolute perfect fit for, uh, for us and for Spire. Jeff Striegel is the voice of NASCAR on the radio for the Motor Racing Network, also GM out at Berlin Raceway in Marne on the west side of Michigan, one of the great short tracks in this country. Uh, Aaron Ziegler, uh, he heads up uh, the Ziegler Auto Group and also uh, Ziegler Racing and Carson Hosevar. We've had a couple of opportunities, Jeff, to talk with him out of Berlin. Truly on and off the track, uh, a rising star that a year from now, maybe this year, five years from now, I guarantee You'll hear a lot more about Carson. 
Uh, Aaron, I want to ask you one question before we wrap this up. The impact of being a, a racing team owner on the automobile slash truck vehicle business, uh, there's a pretty good blueprint with other teams. What has Ziegler Racing done for the Ziegler Auto Group, not only here in West Michigan, the state of Michigan, but across the Midwest? You know, it's really helped grow our brand to be a national brand. You know, we started out based out of the Midwest in Lowell, Michigan. Um, you know, next year is going to be our 50-year anniversary. And this has really helped to to elevate us as, a, as an organization from an exposure standpoint. It's helped to connect with our customers. Our customers are really excited about this. It's really helped to connect with our employees. As, as Carson said, we've got a lot of really knowledgeable employees that are, are huge race fans. So we have 2,700 employees and they're all gonna be rooting like crazy for them uh, this weekend. Um, and and they just, they love it. And it's just, they love being a part of it. Um, and we love being a being a part of it. Um, even though it's a, you know, it's a small part of it. It's a lot of fun to do it. And then it also helps to grow the sport of racing uh, as well. And you, you learn so much in business through the racing world. And there's so many similarities between building a race team and building a, an automobile dealership uh, out there that we get a lot of, a lot of great synergies. Uh, fellas, a wonderful conversation and Carson, man, uh, I'm going to remember when, when I was out there with uh, Striegel at Berlin, you know, 10 years from now, when you're part of the Netflix NASCAR full speed series. Okay. My friend, uh, good luck this weekend. It's a Super Bowl auto race and it's the only sport that begins with their biggest race of the year. And I agree with you, Aaron, I've been down there to two Daytona 500s. Jeff, probably the number goes beyond 20. Uh, it is one of the great fan and driver experiences, team owners uh, down the board. Uh, it should be a great weekend. Good luck, Carson. Jeff Striegel, uh, I always love talking auto racing with you. And Aaron, thanks for the partnership with The Huge Show. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to see you all. Great to talk and uh, looking forward to, to the good year. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner ZZ Top Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino The Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Road Show in DeVos Place in downtown GR. 2024 Grand Rapids Boat Show runs tonight until 9 through Sunday at 5. GRBoatShow.com if you need all the show info. Big event happening on Feb 24. Folds of Honor Michigan Chapter uh, having their annual gala and anybody who's familiar with this show, you know my commitment from day one with Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney and Folds of Honor, uh, which was founded at the Grand Haven Golf Club, which is now American Dunes. And Lieutenant Colonel Rooney saw a child waiting for the casket of Brock Buckland and said he wanted to try and help the children of men and women injured and killed in combat. So it began. The fundraising, the scholarships, the money... Uh, millions upon millions, I think over 35,000 scholarships. And then a little over a year ago, they welcome in the children of our first responders. It is an amazing mission. They do have that gala event at Noto's in the West Michigan area. Coming up on Feb 24th, Bill Floor is with the Motor City chapter and also with Folds of Honor, Michigan. He is standing by on the huge show. How you doing, my friend? Hey, good. How are you, sir? Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about uh, this first go-around with this inaugural gala, Folds of Honor, Michigan, and what they're doing on February 24th at Noto's Old World Dining in Grand Rapids. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's going to be a great night. Um, we have the whole place uh, at Noto's. They've got a really big place. You know, and it, the cool thing is that it's only just a couple miles from the Grand Rapids Airport where this whole thing started, you know, where Folds of Honor started. 
Um, so it's really, really a special night uh, to be so close to that airport. Um, we've got some great people coming in. And I know you know Doug Bell and um, his stepdaughter, Hannah Davis, is going to be our keynote speaker. She's also a recipient. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic evening. Uh, for anybody listening across the state that wants to be a part of the Folds of Honor Michigan inaugural gala, which will be Saturday, February 24th, uh, coming up a week from this weekend, Noto's Old World Dining on 28th Street in Grand Rapids Live Entertainment. You mentioned uh, speaker. You can get a table for your business. Uh, the motto from Sacrifice, we bring hope. That is the Folds of Honor mission for a business or any individuals, families that want to be a part of this event. What's the easiest way to get tickets? Yeah, the easiest way um, is obviously just go to michigan.foldsofhonor.org and go to the event page, and that event is there. And then for the Motor City one, it's motorcity.foldsofhonor.org, and their event page is, is there as well for the March 9th event down in Plymouth. Yeah, so March 9th in Plymouth on the east side of the state for our listeners, Feb 24 at Noto's Old World Dining in Grand Rapids. And, uh, Bill, tell me about your connection uh, to Folds of Honor and what inspired you uh, to be a part of Folds of Honor in the Michigan chapter. Yeah, so the funny thing is, um, I was doing some small with the uh, high school baseball program that uh, I was uh, running and um, ended up getting invited to a, a golf event in, in the Motor City. And the first person I heard speak was actually Hannah Davis. You know, I was, I was kind of... Uh, Honestly, I was kind of disappointed because I didn't know Hannah Davis at the time. I was hoping to hear, you know, like a general speech or something like that. And Hannah came out and spoke, and uh, I was there with my wife, and there was not a dry eye in the place telling her story about her father, who was a, uh, uh, a soldier at the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, or a guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And I looked at my wife and I said, this is absolutely something we have to be a part of, and it's it's really taken off. We are volunteering, and and now uh, I work for Lieutenant Colonel Rooney, running the state of Michigan for him, and helping Doug Bell out a lot at American Dunes with all his events. And um, it's just honestly, it's been a life changing um, time for me and my wife just to be involved with this whole organization. Bill Floor, he is part of Folds of Honor, and also. Folds of Honor, Michigan. He mentioned March 9th on the east side of the state in Plymouth. The inaugural Folds of Honor gala there for people on the east side of the state and also February 24th at Noto's Old World Dining uh, in Grand Rapids uh, and American Dunes is the center point of where it started and uh, it is the most patriotic round of golf you ever play in Grand yes, Haven. Sir. Easiest way. Uh, again, before I let you go, how do they get tickets for both events? Yep, so michigan.foldsofhonor.org or motorcity.foldsofhonor.org. Both of them are right in our event page. Um, if they want to uh, come next week on the 24th, they have to hurry. We're, we're well over 400 people signed up ready for uh, the Grand Rapids one, which is unbelievable for our first year. Um, so tickets are going fast. We have about uh, 30 tickets left for that event. All right. Bill Floor from Folds of Honor, Michigan. My man, appreciate the mission you're on. Uh, thanks for your time on this Friday night. 
I appreciate the time very much. Thank you, sir. Have a great evening. All right, Bill Floor uh, checking in. Folds of Honor, Michigan. I think Matt Garbarino is also standing by again. Folds of Honor. East Side Gal on March 9th. West Side, as they mentioned, on February 24th at Noto's Old World Dining. Those tickets are moving fast. Easiest way, look up uh, Folds of Honor, Michigan chapter on Facebook. Uh, Matt is standing by. How you doing, my friend? Doing good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Folds of Honor, I most know the story from where it started, Grand Haven Golf Club, and I talked to Bill and mentioned that again. But the growth in Michigan uh, is Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney and the people who have connected to him and beyond American Dunes. I'm really impressed with the Folds of Honor Michigan chapter. And, uh, man, let's talk about what's happening in Michigan when it comes to Folds of Honor. Yeah, you bet. Well, one of the ways um, I'm supporting that event coming up uh, for the, the gala on the 24th is I decided I'm going to run 40 miles on uh, February 23rd from American Dunes to the That's actual awesome. restaurant where the gala will be at. So um, that'll happen next Friday. Yeah, so uh, that's why I wanted to set it up and let you tell the story that, you know, again, weather can be hit or miss. I think the temperature is forecasted around 40 uh, a week from uh, today, but you're going to run the 40 miles from American Dunes, show up uh, at that West Michigan Gala in Grand Rapids at Noto's Old World Dining. Uh, is there anything people can do? Is there is there a fundraising going on with this, or are you just kind of sending a message and bringing awareness to Folds of Honor, Michigan? Yeah, it's uh, what I what I'm doing is trying to help raise awareness for what Folds of Honor is all about. Uh, I have a connection uh, really through law enforcement. I'm a reserve deputy at Kent County Sheriff, and Folds of Honor has expanded their charity to first responders in the last year. And um, you know, since I have a connection to that. Um, you know, it, it made sense for me. I got introduced to this that uh, my son and I did a, a half marathon called the Armed Services Half Marathon in Grand Haven, not far from American Dunes, this last summer. And that's, that's where I learned about it because that was the charity for the race. And um, as I learned more about it and about how they've expanded the mission to first responders, I got connected with Bill and some of the other staff and said, hey, you know, what can I do to help? I'm an endurance runner. I've actually done, I've actually ran across the state of Michigan in 2018 and 19 um, to raise money and awareness for fallen police officers. I uh, did that by having a police escort, 150 miles, uh, raised money for a different charity. And I said, could I do something of that nature to help Folds of Honor and for this inaugural gala that's happening? And uh, they, they welcomed the, the support and they said, what's your idea? I said, well, how about I run? Uh, the day before the gala from American Dune to where the restaurant is and measured it out, mapped it out as 40 miles. And I said, I'll reach out to Kent County and see if I can get a police escort. Um, and I, I will have that. And uh, I'll be running with an American flag. So what I'm looking for is just for people to support, you know, holds of honor and to look for me and what I'm doing, but really what my mission is to support them. Um, and I'm going to open up the last leg of that uh, part of it, about eight miles, to anybody that wants to run with me. That's awesome. And if they want to find your path for that run from American Dunes uh, to Noto's Old World Fine Dining, the site of the Folds of Honor Gala on February 24th, uh, is there something on Facebook? Is there a website? How do the people join in and run with you the final eight miles? 
Yeah, there's really two ways you can find me um, and about all of this. is One is on Facebook. If you if you look for Run Across Michigan, um, you'll find I have a Facebook page, which dates back to when I did my cross-state run. So I have the map and a lot of the details about what I'm doing there. I also have a website, uh, which is www.runacrossmi.com, and that has all the details as well. Well done, uh, Matt Garbarino. Uh, bringing awareness and attention to Folds of Honor and their mission will be running for the American Dunes Golf Club that Jack Nicholas designed in Grand Haven. Two Nodos, Old World Fine Dining, one week from today on the eve of the inaugural gala for Folds of Honor Michigan. Well done, Matt. Appreciate your support of our country and keep up the great work. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate the time. All right, Matt Garbarino. Yeah, look that up. Run the last eight miles with them a week from today. Thank you to Doug Belly and Ziska and the crew at American Dunes. You know you have my support on the huge show on and off air for as long as I'm on this earth. And Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, I was there at that very first lunch over 15 years ago where you said, I have this idea. And man, that it become one of the greatest missions to help the children of men and women injured or killed in combat and the children of our first responders. It truly is the work of God. It's amazing. Superfly Hayes, Eric Zane, thank you for your help today on this road show for the Grand Rapids Boat Show in downtown Grand Rapids. Show runs tonight till 9, runs through Sunday at 5 p.m. If you need boat show information, grboatshow.com. That is G our boat show.com monday's broadcast at three we'll look back at michigan michigan state in hoops this weekend in ann arbor remember if you miss any huge opinion any interview any hour any full show our podcasts are free and we are everywhere apple google spotify iheart podbean amazon and more just search the huge show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everybody enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk Monday at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Huge.